Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. And today we're speaking with Kelly Davis, Director of Research for Snow Sports Industries America. Her research career spans 25 years covering a wide range of subjects, including as Chief Operating Officer for an internet-based strategic marketing company in New York City. Ms. Davis joined SIA in May 2007, and when she isn't crunching numbers at SIA's offices in McLean, Virginia, she's likely to be outside. She began skiing when she was 18 and started snowboarding when she turned 40. She's an avid trail runner, golfer, and regularly uses the longboard in her neighborhood. Good, good afternoon, Kelly, and let's get started. Uh, first off, let's address the weather trends to date this season, how they're affecting conditions in both the eastern and the western U.S. Um, obviously, that as we head into the holiday this week, we're hearing temperatures in the New York area approaching 70 degrees. How does this season to date compare to the best and worst overall seasons you've seen over the last seven years at SIA? Um, well, the funny thing about this season is that it's sort of a it's a it's a flip from last season. Last season at this time, you know, the West was was completely dry and way too warm, and that's what's happening in the Northeast and Mid Atlantic right now. So it's it's exactly opposite of what we were seeing last season. The worst season that I've seen in the past, really in the past ten years, was eleven twelve. And that was actually a La Nina season, which is the opposite condition of what we're having now, which is El Nino. And we only had uh, 51 million skier rider visits that year. I mean, last year, even though the West was suffering so much, uh, we had 53.6 million skier rider visits. And so um, I'm expecting, actually, that the Northeast will, um, will have decent conditions in January, February, and March. Um, maybe even uh, well past where when we usually are able to uh, to ski and snowboard. I think that the West is just going to have a killer season. Um, it is just dumping out there, and it's not it's not just one part of the West, not just the Rockies, it's not just the Sierras. It's it's everything from the Cascades to all the way up in BC and Whistler and the Sierras. I mean, just getting pounded with snow. Utah's got great snow. Colorado's got great snow. And this is Taos's year. This is the year to go to New Mexico if you're ever interested in skiing there. It's just been wonderful out there. Everybody's just loving it. So, you know, I think it's going to end up being a decent season after all. What happens, though, when we have a season like this is that uh, retail sales tend to suffer. That is... The reason for that is about 50% of sales happen between uh, November 1st and December 31st. So if we've got conditions like we've got, you know, from Washington, D.C., all the way up to Boston, where it's way too warm, um, we tend to get, uh, we, can, we tend to lose sales. And nobody's thinking about buying a puffy when it's 70 degrees out. And that's, that's been tough on the market. So, you know, what I'm seeing so far are, are stalled sales in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic and sales that are going nuts out west. How does a winter specialty retail, retailer maintain enthusiasm with his or her regular customer base when it's past January 1st and no snowflakes have even fallen yet? And how do these, you know, and how, also we talked about you, I talked about El Nino. How does this affect the business psyche of the vendor, the retailer, and finally the customer? Yeah, I think it affects it a lot. I mean, the, the, in terms of the psyche, you know, there's something called the uh, <laughs> the shoulder effect, where if snow is falling on the shoulders of customers who are thinking about snow sports, they're they're getting ready to go ski and ride. And if it's sunny, they're thinking about golf and riding a bike. Um, it's a little tough uh, for the retailer. It's really tough, especially since, like I said, about fifty percent of sales are happening in November and December. So really, you know, the the most positive look would be to say, okay, well, it's going to start snowing. There's no doubt about it. It's going to start snowing in the Northeast, and it's just a matter of, of how long we have to wait. 
through this week, it's going to be tough on retailers, and and hopefully they'll be able to make up some sales, particularly of hard goods. You know, skis, snowboards, boots, bindings, all those things will start selling uh, as soon as it starts snowing. And if that's you know mid January, then it's mid January. So if I were a retailer, and I've talked to several retailers this week, and just encourage them to look forward to what's going on in terms of weather in January and February. Also, can the retailer and the um, uh, winter sports industry, say in New England, do anything to market to the customer and say, "Listen, don't give up on the season yet. You know, it's coming. You haven't even hit January yet. Hang on." Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and I, you know, I know that that it's probably a little bit tough to convince people that it, we are going to have a winter when it's seventy degrees out on Christmas Eve. But um, that's just the case. I mean, Mother Nature is is fair that way. We're going to get snow, and you know, in the Northeast, we're in the Mid Atlantic where we are. Um, we're pretty much used to skiing and and snowboarding on you know less than powder. Uh, okay. We can we can live with manufactured snow, and that's definitely coming. I think that most of the Resorts up and down the coast are starting to blow snow, no matter what. I mean, it, maybe maybe it'll be a little bit too warm next week, but the following week, you know, it looks like it's going to be in the 30s all over our region. So, you know, we're going to start to get snow, and that's I would encourage customers to just be patient and think of it this way. You know, maybe maybe we haven't had the best early season, but we might be skiing and snowboarding well into March. We might be skiing and snowboarding into April this season. So, you know, it's it's you know, half dozen on one hand, six on the other. Um, maybe we have to wait, but we get to go longer. And, and what about, let's switch some gears for a minute and talk about you know, some of the winter sports participation trends in the U.S. now and what you see as being new. Well, um, one of the things that we saw last season that was really interesting was this surge of, of participation among 17 and under in snowboard. For a long time, you know, snowboard was suffering. Uh, snowboard was suffering from millennials that just weren't snowboarding or weren't snowboarding enough. And so we're seeing just this this massive resurgence of participation. I'm talking 17% increase in the number of participants, 17 and under, in snowboard. And among girls, it was up 25%. So it was this huge resurgence. And the other thing we're seeing, and this is this is mostly in snowboard but in ski too, we're seeing a lot of kids that aren't skiing or riding at the resort. They're building these cool little flow parks in their backyard, or they're or they're snowboarding on the sledding hill, or they're finding a golf course somewhere, and they're and they're participating wherever they can find a place to participate in snowboarding and skiing. And it's kind of fun to watch. You can go to YouTube and and basically search backyard and snowboard or backyard and ski. You're going to get thousands of videos that you can watch of, of kids that are building these awesome little parks in their backyard. And um, also now from a category perspective, Kelly, and can you discuss any key trends this season to date, in, in particular tops and bottoms? Um, yeah, one interesting thing that we always see is a, a really strong correlation between the sale of snow sports bottoms and, and the number of people that are out on the slopes already. Because basically, you know, there are plenty of people that aren't snow sports participants, they don't ski, they don't ride, and they buy the tops. You know, they're going to buy a nice Arc'teryx jacket, Simply to walk around their neighborhood and get a Starbucks in, um, because these are these are nice pieces of apparel. Snow snow sports bottoms, not so much. You know, you're not probably you're probably not going to throw those on unless you're actually participating in snow sports. So I'm seeing um, huge increased sales in snow sports bottoms out west. 
Uh, finally today, Kelly, let's talk about you know what advice you might give a winter specialty retailer saddled with excess inventory here as we head into January and little cold or snow in his or her region. I mean, you've talked about this so far in our conversation, but any additional advice you might give them? Yeah, don't panic. <laughs> oh, okay. And I know that's hard, but don't panic and discount everything right away. Snow's coming, and I think that there's going to be a point in the season uh, during which you're going to have uh, excellent sales. And just just try and hang on a little bit longer and uh, don't slash those prices quite yet because we've got a season coming at us. It's just late. Well, thank you very much for your insights today, Ms. Davis. And uh, what's to say? Let's let it snow. And you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.